This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Download Cut today in the App Store. That's K-U-T-T. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. Free to enter and $20,000 in Edge Boost deposit bonuses up for guarantee. Enter today at sportsgamepodcast.com slash NFL Playoff. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, for the Sony Open Best Bets. Uh, Steve, you're bright and fucking early for the, for the preview, so I, I did not join him on that Sunday morning. Uh, so, Steve, how are you, buddy? Doing well. It's been a while since uh, you and I talked golf, actually. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've been, you're probably got burned on a couple takes uh, as far as the century and maybe some stuff going on outside the, uh, you know, the, the ropes there. But no, it's good to have you back. Uh, actually breaking down an odds board with you here, you rolling your eyes at some outrights I have. Uh, yeah, I'm just ready to re- let the season roll. Let's kick it off, buddy. Yeah, my, uh, my throat, like I just got better yesterday. Like I couldn't, like my throat was just trash for like a fucking week. It was terrible. So, so it wasn't COVID. No, it was not COVID. Despite you sleeping, you, despite you sleeping 15 hours a day and you have a sore throat. <laughs> I don't know. I texted you once. Yeah. One day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, sometimes those tests, you know, what was the expiration date on, uh, on that? Yeah, I don't know. I got it. I got it from Walgreens. It was a two pack special. Did you have to dust it off a little bit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what, it's was, Florida. Was, I had to dig for them in the back. Was it, was it from China too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. There you go. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. We got the Sony open here. Do you have any lingering thoughts about the century? I uh, got Chris Kirk uh, winning. You had some choice words about that uh, to me. Do you want to reveal how you feel about Chris Kirk winning uh, the it's tournament of champions and really good players too? It's such a joke. <laughs> like it it's just a goes, joke. It just it just goes to show you the state of golf where Chris Kirk, like what did we say, you said fifty four thousand guys from eighteen to or what was it eighteen to thirty five. Yeah, so uh, the ratings came out. Uh, shocker, they were down. Uh, they were down, uh, I think, like 7% on Sunday. They're down 27% on Friday, which is pretty pathetic. You're going against literally nothing. But, I mean, I, the people who are watching Golf Channel and NBC and really just these terms as gamblers or the bars and country clubs, which are, you know, unless you're in the South, yeah. they're closed. Or like, or like driving range, like golf shops. They have like a TV there. And you know, they, they always break it down by, uh, you know, the age ranges. 54,000 people between the ages 18 and 34 uh, watch the century. That is a uh, that's not a healthy metric. And uh, American Wasp here says golf is a great game, but a terrible product with a handful of charismatic superstars. You just nailed it right in the head. And yep. that is why it's a terrible thing to split a niche sport with only maybe 22 really good polarizing needle movers into yep. two. Yep. Fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. I- Turn it off um, once Xander was clearly not going to do anything. I think that was by like hole three or four. So I'm done with him for the rest of the year. Limped Xander. I don't know why I thought it would be any fucking different this year. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, well than- look, I mean, like props to Chris Kirk, at least. I understand that this thing has really turned into a wedge fest birdie fest. Okay. But I mean, yeah. Kapalua, it's 
still a fun golf course. I said in Discord that yeah. golf is more fun when the ball just hits the ground. And you don't know where it's going to stop. It keeps rolling and rolling. You know, a lot of those greens were befuddling some guys too, especially on yeah. some of like the five, six footers. It was definitely not a guarantee. But I mean, I, if you just have the perspective that this is really like a par 69 golf course, yeah. 29 yeah, under. Who cares at this point? So yeah, listen, you know me. I don't give a shit about, it. especially this early on. Like I'm, I'm not burnt out on fucking birdie fest yet. Yep. So well, it doesn't that that doesn't bother me. I don't know. Like it, it was what it was. Like the the leaderboard behind the guys on top was good. But, mm-hmm. but, I don't know. It didn't really seem to be much drama. Like it. Like you kind of could. I don't know. I feel like that's not a place where they're stumbling down down the back nine. You know what I mean? Especially if you're locked in and you can putt well and you can flip them wedges, man. So whatever, good for Kirk, I guess. Boring ass golfer, fucking. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it lacked a little bit of juice, yeah. this tournament. And unfortunately, that's not a great sign. Uh, <laughs> with 43 events to go, and really the majors only that matter. Uh, hey. It's nah, like TPC will matter. I like... Does it? Yeah. Does, does yeah. it matter? Is that, is that just what uh, PG Tour HQ just shoved well, down our throat? That it's it my favorite tournament because I get to go to it. So. Okay. O- offline, I'm going qu- to quiz you to name the last 10 players champions, and we'll see how much it matters. Oh boy! Yeah, offline. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna subject the listeners. To I might get. I might get four. Exactly. Maybe. You just proved Maybe. my point there. So, uh, but we'll move on to the Sony Open. Why don't we take our first break? Uh, I'll talk about the weather. I thought it was yeah. going to be a lot better weather than what it was uh, when I did the pre-show on Sunday. It has definitely changed. It's going to change how this golf course plays. I will talk about it, uh, and then I'll just you know we'll go from there. Yep, sounds good. Well, listen, we're going to talk to you guys about the SGPN Playoff Challenge. Yeah, so it's the Edge Boost is the first bet now, play later provider that enables you to double your bet at any sportsbook or DFS site with no interest. The contest is a bankroll style, and you start with 10,000 virtual units at the end of the playoffs. The biggest bankroll win credit into a higher advanced limits from Edge Boost. The winners get Top top three get a deposit match from Edge up to 25 bucks with no or $2,500 with no interest. Interest or fees, and the top twenty-five get a deposit match up to five hundred bucks with no interest or fees. Sportsgamepodcast.com slash NFL playoff to enter. Sportsgamepodcast.com slash play NFL playoff to enter. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the weather before we get to everything. So last couple of years, this thing has been pretty dead calm, a little soft, no wind. The last time we got some wind was 2020. And that was, do you know who won in 2020? Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Before he was actually Cam Smith. I know. But yeah, so he won that at 11 under, which is definitely unusual for this tournament. Yeah, it was really, yeah, so it was it was cold, which I think cold for them was like low 70s, really windy too. Yeah. And you know those charts I pull up? With the shows like the how certain categories affect like the variance and strokes game, basically like how impactful it is to separate yourself in the leaderboard. Yeah. So typically at this event, basically nothing matters because it's so easy. But in particular, like everyone's having a really good iron week, everyone's having a really good time around the green. Like there's no way to separate. But the one thing about that 2020 term when the wind was up is the better you hit your irons, the better you're able to separate. So basically, the better iron players just rose to the top. Yeah. So Considering on Friday and Thursday and Friday, fairly significant wins. Saturday, like moderate wins, Sunday, dead calm, but you got to get to Sunday. Yep. So I definitely leaned a little more into the irons this week, especially from 150 to 200. What I noticed in 2020 is 
it already really skewed your approach shots from 150 already. It really yeah. heavily skewed it after that. So, I mean, if you're not really good from that range, you got to have a pretty good reason. And just relying on recent course history at the place, well, it's going to be different weather here. So that might not be as reliable. So that's what I remember about this place. Like, I remember the course history being pretty fucking sticky, though. It, 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 it is sticky, but we're going to get a little bit different tournament conditions. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, for the most part, I kind of stuck with that. Like guys who I just would play well here in some other events like it. I stuck with it, but you know, we got that variable thrown in. So we'll yeah. see what, how it goes. So did you watch Do you have any, uh, I guess, how, what are you uh, looking for this week? So I, I'm just kind of like you said. I'm concerned about the weather. I looked at course history, and like you said, so I looked at 125 to 200. Um, yeah, that's I feel like yeah, just just because I feel like those, and I even broke it off in uh, the sections. It's just so hard, man, because a lot of these guys we haven't seen since fucking RSM or before. You know, like it's it's tough. You don't know what the hell they've been doing. Um, you know, so I, I think I think it's just this is definitely a gut week. Um, there's not too much uh, recent data that you can go off, but I like some of the guys who probably played last week and at least shook the rust off. Um, that's usually pretty helpful here. Like guys with decent course history, and that's it, man. I mean, that's pretty much what I was looking for. I wasn't trying to overthink this week. Yeah, so I, I think there's that trend. I think Siwoo broke it last year, but guys mm-hmm. typically play the uh, century have won this tournament. And just in general, I mean, just I, course rust matters. And, you know, it's yeah. – it, even I, there's been winners here who have not done very well at the century. They just got four rounds in and they came in good. Like I remember Kevin Knott right. was one of the worst players of the century. He won this thing by like four. And I think, I think Cam Smith also didn't play all that great century before yeah. he won. So that's got at least my outright card. Everybody I bet outright played the century. Most of them are pretty good iron players, especially from that range there. Yes, mine too. <laughs> but as, as far as some other, like this, this is a betting centric show. Yeah. And if this, if this was a DFS show, I think uh, the conversation would be a little different. As far as like, you know, we got new Corn Ferry Tour guys here. We got guys I've really seen in a while. Yeah, but I'm not betting those fucking guys. Exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> like in, D- in DFS, like if you want to get leverage in a contest, yeah, if you want to throw Pearson Cootie, well, probably not Pearson Cootie, that's, that's a bad example. Like if you want to throw, I don't know, uh, Alejandro Toasty and, or Jacob Bridgman, like like guys that might have some high upside, there are Corn Ferry guys that just get a little, you know, just see what yeah. happens. Sure. But like I don't see the point of betting these guys, not knowing really what they're you're getting into. No. Apparently, all the rookies. Did you hear about what the rookies had to go through when uh, you know in Sony? No. So they got put through like a two day orientation in Honolulu. And they had like I think Ryan Palmer was a speaker to them for what. They, just you know, have the rookies for the NFL. Basically, like basically, it was like PJ Tour one hundred and one. They nice. had <laughs> this was funny. They brought in corporate execs to explain oh. to them where the money's coming from, maybe <laughs> to prevent uh, you know a mule future mule uprising. So these people know you know a what they're worth and b hey this money actually comes from somewhere. Uh, and then they had a luau. But unfortunately, what ended up happening was that so only fifteen guys from the Corn Ferry Tour actually got exemptions into this thing, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, I feel like all of them. If that's the only safety net they have, should be here. Like, why is Lanto here? Why is Tyre McCumber here? Why is Charlie Hoffman? Like, why are they ahead of like, you know, a bunch of guys? And apparently, they end up. Uh, they had the PGA Tour, you know, uh, initiation, and then the following morning, 
they had Monday qualifying and none of them could practice. So, oh, that fucking that's PGA stuffs on their dick so many times. Like, I, I don't know, it's just funny, man. And like, what the fuck does a PGA golfer need a fucking rookie symposium for? I get it when you're bringing in 18 year old uh, or 22 year old football players who have had no financial training and just get a, a bag of fucking money handed to them and they need to be taught like to, to cut their inner circle out and not fall for every fucking scam get a trusted advisor don't be an idiot like i understand the reason for that nfl symposium but these guys are all co- well, not all of them but the majority of them are country club assholes whose dad was an advisor or their uncle's an advisor and they know where the money's coming from they've already done the the glad handing and bullshit so i don't know Whatever. The PGA, I fucking hate the PGA, but whatever. Yeah. Well, long story short, like because it's just a betting show, you're just betting against your book. I mean, unless there's a really good reason. There's not. Yeah, go listen to Matt Show for the DFS stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you want to use your corn fairy rookie guys. Like, but or yeah. like the guys who are from the Euro Tour over here. We don't know what they're getting into. Hey, and, and look, we might we might sprinkle some twenty or some top twenties on them and maybe even some top tens, depending on, you know, depending on the event as the season goes on. Oh, we actually see what these guys are. You know. What I mean? Well, that's so what I mean. Like, like next week at the annex, I'll probably start like saying, like, okay, like I kind of got to feel what you're doing. But like here, I yeah. have no idea. Like you look at corn fairy stats, and they're basically like one step above what courses you and I play. And they're in the <laughs> middle of every green. Like yo, yeah, they got great birdie rates, got green regulation rate. Yeah, well, the average green regulation in the corn fairy tour is like eighty five percent. Like it's just. Dude, they had a f- fuck. They had a corn. They had a corn fairy playoff event down the street from my house at the King of Bear. Yeah. So there you go. So that, that I mean, that's what that's what's going to be most of my card. Uh, I don't have it finalized. At least positionals. I got ideas what I'm going to go to. My outrights are pretty set. I think I got kind of bone on the uh, the outrights as far as tea time splits. We'll talk about that. Uh, do you want to get right into thirty to one ish and under? Yeah, hey, let's pay. Let's pay. Let's pay one more bill, and then okay. uh, and then we'll jump into it. So, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. So, download the DraftKings app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet just five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www gambler Net in New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies in jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming sources. All right. <laughs> Again, game time. Uh, so, listen, we got to talk to you guys about going through the holidays, tickets, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm going to see Mark Normand on Saturday. Um, thankfully, I didn't need to, to use game time. I had a hookup for the tickets. Uh, so, but if I needed it, it'd be a great app for it because you can buy it with just the click of a button um, and they guarantee you the best price because if you find the same seat in same row um they'll give you 110 percent value of the ticket plus they got flash deals and last minute uh, right up to the last minute plus images of seat views so game time guarantee always means you'll get the best price so it's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason so snag the tickets without the stress perfect for the playoffs download the game time app create an account and use code cfbx for 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code cfbx for 20 bucks off download game time today 
Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay. All right. So I got the DraftKings odds pulled up right here. And there's been a lot of movement throughout the week. Uh, it seemed like there was a lot of good value, I think, in like 40, 45, 50 to 1. And I think a lot of people took that strategy too, at least. Like, I looked at the DFS ownership just to kind of see like where things are on. Like, everybody seems like they're just going to be like the top of the board. So I'm not surprised that the odds kind of shifted from like a lot of those like 40, 50 to 1 up to under 30, yeah. which there's now. About a dozen, I think 31 or worse. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a dozen between 18 and 31. So it goes from Terrell Hatton, Fitzpatrick, and Ludwig. They're at the top of the board at 18 to 1. And you got 20 to 1, Russell Henley, Brian Harmon. You got 22 to 1 now, Corey Connors started week around 30 to 1. Uh, you said, actually, our producer said he, I think he's very chalked this week. Yeah. I've seen uh, a lot of every bet you got on Twitter, I think. You know, you know what I think is chalked now? The Chris Kirk back to back narrative. <laughs> even I, even I know about it. Even I have heard it. If I have heard it, and I'm not yes. on social media, that means everybody is on that trend this week. Uh, you got Eric Cole, JT Poston, twenty five and twenty eight to one, and then see Tagala off a really good performance in Century and Ben Honest Ditto. They're thirty to one. So I guess let's start. Let's start. I guess. First of all, like you could have bet some of these guys, but they might have bet different odds. Like, did you bet anyone under thirty-one at least at the beginning of the week? Or? Yeah, but uh, but my fucking local didn't open until Tuesday. Okay, like, I, he and he's been better about that. It was kind of weird. I had access to Hard Rock, but then the outright numbers usually like, like two to four points difference. Um, so I used that for different shit. But uh, yeah, so I bet Hatton at eighteen to one. Just okay. coming off, coming off good performance. Played so well last year and didn't cash in. Uh, it's one of my guys. Uh, I mean, I don't really need, need much reason other than that. I mean, like I said, this is more of a gut play week. Stick to the guys who I bat money on. Eighteen to one is a reasonable number to me in this field, based on how odd boards have been going. Like I said, shook off the rust. I think his tournament history here is. Yeah, he's he's never played here. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, but whatever. He like I like I said, shook off the rust, and like I can't believe he didn't cash in at all last year. And especially if it's not going to be a twenty-two under, like I, I like, uh, I like him to start slow, like always. Uh, he's got a morning tea time, and uh, hopefully put together one of those sixty-two or sixty-one Sundays and put the pressure on who's ever in front of him. Okay, I mean, listen, like the case for Hatton is a great iron player. If it is going to be kind of crappier conditions, you know, maybe be able to handle that. You know, pretty good on Bermuda, good birdie race. Although that might not matter here. Yeah, it's it's a fine pick. I didn't. I did not. At least at the beginning of the week, I don't have anyone actually on my card under thirty to one. But some guys have definitely moved into the thirty one range. Yeah. Well, we'll just get this out of the way. I got good pricing on Eric Cole and JT Poston at the beginning of the week at thirty five and forty respectively, and I'm just so pot committed at this point that I just bet it. Yeah. And both of them fit what I'm looking for as far as they've been really good with their irons. Good between one fifteen and two hundred. Good on Bermuda services. Good at these types of shorter tracks too. And I just feel like at this point, I've been betting them so much. I got a reasonable price, so I kept going. But the, the guy I actually want to talk about, and I think people are going to skip him over this week, is Tagala. And I think there's the, there's the notion of... And listen, I'll, I'll, I had egg on my face. Uh, my, our producer, Cam, brought him up in last week's show. And I said, hey, bet him first-round leader, but you know, I don't think I like him for most of the tournament. And he almost won the damn thing. Stole my fucking first round lead at ninety to one. Right. Shit. I know, I know. Well, that's that's what I deserve. I I, I say it. And I didn't deserve I, it. All right. Well, then you can blame me. You want to invoice me at that point? No, I'm good. Right, okay. 
Well, <laughs> here's the thing about Tagala. And the case last week was really so erratic off the tee. It's wide fairways. doesn't matter. Well, let me tell you some courses he's been really good at that. You, are they to see Tagala courses that you think of? All right. TBC River Highlands. Would you think of that as a, as a see Tagala? I wouldn't. No. Finished T2 there a couple of years ago. Uh, Harbor Town. Yeah, anything, anything, TBC, anything TBC, I would not think. Would okay. Harbor Town. Is that a see Tagala golf course? No, T five there last year. Sea Island is that a Sea Tagalog golf course? Yeah, I think we talked about this towards the tail end of last year. Like it's like one of those things. Who's the other guy that we always think is? Uh, we used to make the joke with Gary Woodland, long short cor- short course, whatever. Like he fits it. <laughs> like, yeah, funny, like, funny oh, it's enough, long. Play Gary Woodland short. We play Gary Woodland. Funny but, like, enough, like Cam Young is kind of like that too. Like he's got. That's what I was about to say. Cam Young, right? Bomber, but does well in, on the on the shorter courses like Habertown and. Um, uh, where the fuck did he, yeah, was it Harbertown his first round leader and was at the at the tail end right after yeah, the master? Yeah, there's one other one that he was pretty good at too. But like I and then uh TBC South one of the most penal golf courses because where you can't spray uh a pair of T thirteens against a really strong field. Yeah. So yeah. I there was a he opened it forty five to one. That's good that's good though. And I'm like, I'm just gonna bet the talent at that point. I just I, I, I yeah. he might just be it's just sort of an elite golfer. And like he was, what he won the Haskins Award at Pepperdine. Nope. So best player, college player, immense talent. Well, nope. maybe he just can do it anywhere. Right? This is kind of similar to what Joaquin Neiman I think did a couple of years ago, where he finished like mm-hmm. he lost in the playoff, and then he came back at Sony, where it's like, oh, this isn't really a Joaquin Neiman golf course, and he finished I think like T three that week. Yeah. So forty five to one, I'll just bet on the kid's talent. I, dude, if I had a forty-five to one on Sahith, I would have, I would have bet it. Same thing with like I'm going to be mad because this will be the week fucking Cole wins because I've been batting him for fucking eight months, and I, it's just unbettable for me where I can get him at twenty-five. Like I'm not betting Eric Cole at twenty-five to one. I'm okay. not doing it. So yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean, bet him at thirty or thirty-five. Yeah, he was at thirty-five for me. Post was a forty, so I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm basically there was a lot of good value at the beginning of the week at that race. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go shopping right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I like I'll it. pick a little bit of this, pick a little this, pick up some asparagus too, and I'll pick up a little seed right here, and then we'll uh, we'll go. So, all right, so moving past, thir- let's go past thirty to let's call it sixty to Akshay. Okay, that's like that's like a nice tier there. Mush, what's up, baby? So there's some ugly ducklings in here that I want to ask you about. Matt, come on. All right, um, Justin Rose. Popular outright pick apparently this week. Yeah, because he was on fire on fucking Sunday. We shot like what? Shot like eight birdies or something stupid. Seven birdies. Yeah. So is that really the only reason? Is it the course history too? Probably. Yeah, I mean, probably. I, have a, I have a golf reason. I That's fine. I got. I bet him. For, I bet him first round leader. I bet three guys who had good Sundays for first round leader. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna try this theory out. All right. So Justin Rose still a really good iron player. Still really good from 150 200. It's just really off the tee. He hasn't been very good, especially with the driver, but. That is a club you can put in the bag a little bit here. Now, I don't know if that with the wind, that might not be the case, but good course record here. Good course record. Some of these other. When was the last time we played here? I think it's like three years ago. I don't got nothing on him. Yeah, nothing on him. I got nothing in the past five years, four years. Why don't I I say? I know he finished, I think, in the top 10 in 2019. I got nothing on the 2019. All right, 2017, finish second. Okay. okay. All right, so first time back. Good vibes, right? Good vibes, good vibes. 
I, th- I if I'm really valuing iron play, especially the first couple of days, because it's going to be so windy, and that was valued a lot in 2000. I mean, I think Justin Rosa fits right up his alley there. You know, don't have to make a ton yeah. of birdies. You know, maybe maybe it's a similar winning score last year's like 18 under. So I so I got a top 30 on him at plus 125. Okay, I took that. All right, how about another ugly looking? Cam Davis destroyed everybody last week. Chalk darling. Yeah. I, I saw him as a sleeper yeah. pick everywhere. I mean, I, so I did the same shit last year with him. I'm just not doing it again. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> like, I, I put money on him like the first fucking five or six tournaments of the year, and he was fucking abysmal. Came back to, played really well once and said he was healthy, and then proceeded to miss like another like five fucking cuts. So I'm just, he's just not, I just can't. It's not him. Nope. Okay. Sorry. I mean, he's been decent here. And where Cam Davis has been pretty good in the PGA Tour, it's been a lot of these shorter courses, actually. Yeah. It's been your Harbor Town. It's been Southwinds. That's another guy, like Bomber, but yeah. it's actually pretty well. He's, he hits his short irons and mid irons pretty good. Yeah. There was a 50 to 1 on him at the beginning of the week, and I'm, I just went with the flop lag. And yeah, that's fine. Maybe, maybe, that maybe that's just my ego getting in the way, saying, like, I got Cam Davis and everybody was on him last week. Closing the CLV, man, put it on the fridge. Right, but if the iron play is still pretty good. He actually did very well in that 2020 tournament when it was really windy. Maybe that's a good match for him. So Cam Davis also in my card at 50 to 1. He's down to 40 to 1. You can probably find him around that range. I don't think he's very popular this week because he burned everybody last week. Um, Hideki. Yeah. Is he cooked? No, I got him on my CAD. He's on the card. <laughs> awesome. All right, make the case. So, I, so obviously we talked about uh my shadow bet on decky and uh, henley's horrific meltdown and me maybe mushing your guy to willing my guy to victory and putting together one of the most beautiful golf shots i've ever seen um, yeah, i'm giving you a i'm giving you a verbal warning right now you got to watch yourself okay right. uh, look i mean it, it, so it kind of goes to, to what i was looking for earlier like so I, I think if anything like we talked about last year is maybe just a little bit off a little bit off the tees, lost some pop off of that. We just wanted to kind of stay healthy, right? Like his eyes looked a little loose last week, but look, he was knocking the rust off. I mean, he obviously has a good history here. Um, not last year, but I feel like he was injured going into this last year. He won it two years ago, two top 20s prior to that. The guy is a fucking major champion. Like, I don't know, man, fucking 50 to one for him. Like, I was perfectly fine with that. Um, yeah, and he's got a morning tea time as well. So I uh, I like that, and I just think it's one of those ones where I saw the number and I was like, nah, that's not right. Like, click it. Okay, I I think Hideki is a good pivot off of Justin Rose this week, who is very popular mm-hmm. because yeah. they're both in the same boat. Like, are they washed? Right, is exactly. Hideki injured. They both played like crap last week. Both are really good iron players. Both are really terrible uh, drivers at this point. Yeah. So. I'm I've been on the boat of Hideki might be not cooked, cooked. but going through something. Yeah. So I'll let you have the fun on him. Yeah, we'll see. And if he gets out the first if he gets out to a really hot lead, I'm gonna do exactly what you did to me in 2020. <laughs> uh, I should have bet him. Cash that ticket. <laughs> All right. Will Zal- five shot, All right. Will Zalatoris 50 wow. to 1. Nope. Not nope. even nope. not nope. even gonna tempt you. Nope. So he shot he shot well, he shot like ninety on one day, like fucking then he shot like then he shot like a like a seventy and then another eighty. Like, no, I'm good. Like I don't, I don't he's not healthy yet. Like he needs way more rust. Way, I, way more rust off of him. How do you know he's not how do you know he's not healthy? Uh, 
What else would fucking get those scores? Okay. It was a vacation for him. Oh, no. Meaningless man, not- exhibition. I'm good. I'm good. You can have you you and the Willsy bots can have at it. I'm good. I'm not saying I bet him. I'm just saying oh, no, I, know. <laughs> I like there's a lot of speculation based on an exhibition event about what Yeah, that's fine. And, like and I'm fine with that, but like I like I I I'm sick of betting on golfers coming back from injury thinking like, oh, they'll be all right. They're not gonna be all okay. right. Think about how like even like, like a tweak on your back fucks with your swing for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like this guy had massive surgery. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- <laughs> so. I, sh- I shanked it for two straight months. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh your boy Keegan. Yeah. Down fifty to one. I like it. Didn't play all that great last week. Hit his irons good. Nope, though. took the rust off though. Yeah. And he does. So here's the deal. So I bet him as well. Shocking, I know. Uh, but he lost like almost eight strokes putting. And he doesn't do that anymore. You can't like he does not do that anymore. That was a that was an old time Keegan performance. Like holy shit! Like like that's you don't expect to see that from Keegan anymore. And short irons, long irons. Um, I I I love him here uh, at fifty to one. I don't know. Like it's Keegan, so I'm gonna bet him. But I mean, look, he's got a he's got a choppy history here. It's like to top fifteen cut, top fifteen cut. <laughs> so it's like goes back and forth. It's the Keegan experience, man. Um, but. You know, like I said, shook off the rust. Uh, he's still got a chip on his shoulder. You still hear him in the interviews and things like that. I think he wants to come out and win some more. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I like him at 50 to 1. Actually, I got him at 55. Okay. Uh, he owned it 75 to 1 on, one on my book. Yeah. I, 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 that was the first bet I made all week. I love it. That, that is a disrespectful number. Agreed. I, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't really care what, <laughs> I didn't even st- crunch stats. I didn't even do any of that stuff. I just said that's just is wrong. And as a weak field, listen, if Hideki Matsuyama can lead the field in putting on Bermuda, yeah, then Keegan Bradley can win the Sony Open. Anything is possible. He already won. It, let's just say this is a like when I bet this, I was assuming it's gonna be 23 under as a winning score. Yeah. Well, he won travelers last year, 23 under. Now yeah. we're gonna get windier conditions where ball striking is gonna matter a little more. That 2020 yeah. uh Sony Open, he actually finished T12 that year. Yeah. Actually, no, T9, I think. No, maybe that was Cam Davis. Sweet. He had a he had a good finish. It was, it was yeah, yeah, it was a good finish. He, he had a good finish. So listen, ball striking consistency, hit it straight. I like him this week. I thought that was a good number, seventy-five to one. I don't care that he didn't have form coming in. I just I, I care about the fact he's you know he got some reps in last week. Yep, absolutely so, love all it. Right. All right, so so that's so the last guy I have. He was seventy-one on my card. He's forty-one on DraftKings. I don't really like that price, but I got him seventy-one. I got I bet Adam Svensson at yeah, seventy I, to one. I can see it mostly just because he hit his irons really good last week. Didn't pop very well, but good on Bermuda. One Sea Island. He's pretty good. He has a good performance here too. Like. These are the types of courses that Adam Svensson generally do pretty well, does pretty well in. So I just like the price, and I bet that. I like it. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I feel like you need to get better than betting uh, Chalky Connors. What can go wrong with everybody betting fucking Corey Connors? I know I he's know. got a good course history here, but I can't believe people are betting him at 22 to 1 when he only wins the Valero. That's the only thing he wins. Well, and apparently per data golf, that's one of the strongest correlated golf courses to TBC San Antonio. So it's probably because of all Corey Connors. To be yeah, honest. exactly. But, but if ball striking is going to be elevated with the win this yeah. week, like that. Any puck well there, supposedly. We'll see. I don't does, know. Like, I, just, I, 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 can, I can never get on board. Chalk Corey Connors. I just can't do it. All right. So he's, he's on my card, but he ain't for fucking win. What, what is he on your card for? 
we'll get to that once we're done with the outrights because I can do ad read and we'll go through the rest of the cut. Okay. All right. We'll take an hour break. I'm done with outrights. We'll probably go to positionals then, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm done too. Oh, actually, what do you think about me at just throwing you on just to make it all my guys? Wait, what, uh, you broke up there. What'd you, what was that? I said, what, what do you think about me just adding Siwoo just to make it betting all my guys? I get them at 40 still. Sure. <laughs> but, listen, you know what? I mean, everybody's like, oh, Chris Kirk back to back. What if it's actually Siwoo back to back on the event? That's right. I love it. There you I go. It. Although his game seems to have lost him. Like, I, I don't know if it's like his wife's like whooping his ass, like home rounds or what. But I feel like his confidence is shattered. This is what he does. He speaks and failures with Siwoo. I don't know, but it was like it was just kind of meh last year. There was no real peaks. It was just kind of like I don't know, mid mountain ranges and valleys. Like you didn't get you didn't get 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 high on on sea. So, so it was like a good um, mesa, basically, like a yeah a plateau. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Like it. Yeah, okay. like it. All right. All right. Anyway, all right. Listen, Cut is peer to peer social betting platform that's U.S. based and legal in forty states. P two P social betting is new and a better way to bet bet directly against your friends or other. Uses on sports, politics, pop culture, or other events with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of fun and social features that give it the feeling of betting a social network. Uh, Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable tools to create your own bet. Cut handles all the payment side of things, so you never have to chase down anybody for your money. So that's a good thing. Social features equal group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Plus, you get rewards. You get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. So download Cut today in the App Store. That's K-U-T-T. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. That's K-U-T-T, promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And last but not least, Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Still got all the ways to play alongside your favorite uh, fantasy players all season long. Uh, simply pick higher or lower on your player on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Okay. All right. So let's go back to Corey Connor. So yeah. what what did you bet him as? I bet top 20 a, a, a buck. Buck forty five plus right. one forty five. All right, I also have his top twenty plus one sixty, but we're same page. Yeah, same so, page. Okay. Like his course history is great here. He's, he was knocking the shit out of the ball last week. Like I won't go full like run away from it, but yeah, like I'm not betting him outright. But I think a top twenty is more than more than uh, acceptable in this. Yeah, I, I agree. Considering the field, his course history, the fact that I'm going to elevate ball striking a little more this week. Yeah. yeah. Give me a top 20 there. So, I mean, some others I'm considering. I mean, like the Eric Cole top 20 against like plus 175. I like just the fact, you know, you know, the, the mid iron games are really good. Good on Bermuda. A lot of good finishes. At some point, it's going to come to an end. Yeah. But as long as you keep saying that, man, but he's been, he's been plugging along. I mean, he's great in these types of like, you know, shortish Bermuda tracks. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, ben on top 20. You know, I, yeah. I I overrate his ball striking because of what he used to be. Yeah, he's he's kind of more like Minwoo Lee now. With it's all off the tee, the iron plays kind of meh. Yeah, but really good around the green, really good putter. And if this is going to be really windy the first couple of days, you know, I mean, having a good short game is probably okay. He's not the worst guy from between one fifty and two hundred. So you know, that's a guy I bet I consider for a top twenty. Um, maybe go a little deeper. Alex Norin, maybe for like a top 30 or 40, just again, like, you know, good scrambler, good Bermuda putter. He's been okay here. He's been good on some of these, like, you know, shortest tracks who played good in the fall as well. So, 
And, I, you know, he stinks, but, you know, fine was for a positional. Uh, you know, his mid iron game is actually okay. Yeah. So if it's going to be pretty windy, you know, Gallic Alex Norn getting up and down, it's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, my biggest bet of the week, though, plus, right. plus 100, old reliable, Matt Kuchar, top 40. <laughs> top 40. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I was like, that's top a 40. terrible price. <laughs> Just get football bet. It, 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 that was what I did with some JM last week. Bet, you know, football bet for top 20. Let's do a couple football bets in Kuchar, top 40, plus 100. You know, obviously still showed it with a good finish in Mexico. His course yep. history here is just great. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So watch this be the year he missed the cut. But I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take a very wide net and a very weak field with a lot of trash yeah. down the card here. <laughs> uh, and of course, he's very comfortable at. So we'll go Kuchar's top 40. And then some other guys I'm considering. And Nick Taylor, top yep. forty. Come on, let's go. You guys, so I got I got Kucher at plus two twenty five for a top twenty, and I got Taylor at three to one for a top twenty. I like I think Taylor. I think Taylor's a really good fit here. Loves the, really good course history. Played really strong coming down uh, coming down at the end of the fall um, at three to one for a top twenty. I like that a lot. Okay, if you're on top twenty, then you know what? I'll join you for the top forty. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about Ben Griffin? I can get a decent top 40 on him. Probably top 20 price can be probably like, well, what's four to one? That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he's been pretty good at some of these shorter tracks, had a good fall. I think he finished okay here last year. Yeah, fucking T12 last year. Yeah. So I think that's a, he's a, he's a solid player in a lot mm-hmm. of unknowns. So yeah. I think that's a good, I think that's decent. Uh, who else we got down here? Michael Kim's in our guy highlighted, like really, like deeper down the card. Yeah. Like at this at this point, it's like how cute you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it, for him, it would be like a top forty and yeah. like plus two thirty. Uh, let's see, Grayson Sig, the guy who apparently is the best golfer in the world, according to uh, your buddy there. That's right. He's been okay at like these types of tracks, and he's a decent iron player. Really good scram- scrambler too. That's somebody I might consider for a top 40. Uh, Vince Whaley played really good in the fall, but didn't get his card. Damn, I forgot, I forgot about that dude. Yeah. I know. He played good in the fall, did not yeah. get his card, though. So he's on life support. I actually, you'll, you'll appreciate this. So I end up moving all the trash on my spreadsheet that essentially has conditional status or just injury status or nothing. And they're now just called the Walking Dead. That is where they are at the bottom of my sheet. <laughs> And uh, number two on that list this week is Vince Whaley. As All right. Walking Dead. All right. But, but I, I, I don't mind that for me, a positional. Otherwise, though, kind of like I mentioned, I'm not going to try and get too cute with this betting card this week. It's going to look a little yeah. chalky. Yeah. But like, I don't really, this isn't DFS. I don't, yeah. I'm not competing against a billion people. I'm competing against a sports book. Yeah, I don't have to, I can pick and choose who I bet. Yeah, exactly. So that's it's going to be a little less risky this week. Maybe the annex next week where just nothing matters. It's a burning fast. Maybe it'll get a little wild, but not this week. Yeah, I'm with Especially, you. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. That's all. It's only on the positional that I have. So I got Taylor, Cooch, and Connor's top 20. I got Kirk top 22 just because I'm not buying into the back to back, but he does really have good course history here. And it seemed like when he got in the in the in the groove, 
last year. He kind of stayed in it for at least two or three tournaments. So top 20 plus 140, whatever, I'll take that. And then okay. uh, I'm assuming you have no matchups. No, you can rattle through them, but then I want to do something that you're going to enjoy. Oh, all right. Yeah, so my matchups are super easy. It's just uh, Hatton uh, over Henley at plus money. Um, yeah, I feel like this is uh, this is a scene of the crime. This is a place where Henley can't feel good. Uh, no lead is safe with that guy. And uh, Hatton's a Sunday chaser, so uh, I like that. And then uh, we already talked about Nick Taylor uh, more than I thought we would, but I took him uh, over Jaeger because Jaeger stinks. Like, I don't know why people think he's good. He stinks. He's not good. <laughs> because not he chronically good. finishes, like... So he's like Christian Bazain, who... Like, he, yeah. he has a really high floor, yeah. which is like... His floor is like T52 or something. Like, yeah. he's making cuts. He's relevant. Yeah. But, like, his ceiling is like... T30. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I even considered betting... All right, what's, like, Steven Yeager's T30 price this week? And it's like... it's There's so many T32s or yeah. dead-heated T26s. Yep. It's like, why, why am I bothering? Yeah, why am I doing this? Yeah. No. So he's off, my, he's off my card. Yep. So, uh, minus 110. Those are my only two matchups right now. And then first round leaders... I got well, hold, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Oh, That's okay. what I want to do with you. Oh, all right. Let's go. Because I now have all this data. <laughs> okay. Not only, and maybe you missed this. Not only did I figure out over the last two years who's been within two of the lead of the first round lead. Yeah, I also went back and looked who's been in the top ten after the first round because you can bet those. Yeah, yeah, I had good success yeah, you, last yeah, you said year. that. And yeah, now, I, don't have, I don't have access right. to the fucking top ten. Okay, well I do. And we're on the fly. I want to create my first round leader card. Now we're saying that in the morning that's going to be better, right? Yeah. Okay. So I see teeing off first tee time. We got Denny McCarthy, who actually leads this field in number of top tens after the first round. All right. I can see that. Okay. You got Alex Noren, who also got off to a hot start, who I like who I like this week. I think I think Alex Noren's gonna be on the first round leader card. All right. So let's put him, let's put him down. All right. So going down this list as well, Aaron Rye. Let's talk about him. Yeah, especially if it's going to be windy and shit. He's actually he actually might be somebody I want to want to put a placement on. So he is also top. Well, so his course history. I don't think he has a great course history here, but he's been, he's tied for the lead in most top tens after the first round in this field with eleven. Okay. With Danny McCarthy, I think that's also going to be. Because he, there are so many times that Aaron Rye has gotten off to good starts, and you know we're just like, where the hell has this come from? I, I was looking earlier. First round leader is like seventy five to one on him, so I think that's Ooh, definitely. I like that. Let's get all right. Let's get some decent guys though on my card, not just a couple losers like them. Uh, let's see. We have who's in like the feature groups? Definitely not Hatton. He's not getting off to a no. Start. Always slow start. Never first round leader. No. What about Brian Harmon? So Harmon's been, yeah, he has pretty high rates of getting off the fast starts. He played good this weekend, too. Yeah. Fitzpatrick, actually, Fitzpatrick gets, has a lot of top tens into the first round, too. Justin Rose will probably leave off. Let's see. Who else is like high rate? Really high rate. JJ Spawn is always seems like he's in the first <laughs> round one. Yeah. That could be a guy I go with. We could go with Adam Svensson. I think he's definitely going to be somebody I'm, I'm going to bet for either first round leader or in the top 10 for round one. How about like way down the card here? So let's get like a bomb. 
Uh, how about KH Lee? <laughs> gets out the hot. Really? He gets out the hot starts. His odds have cratered. Yeah, because he stinks. <laughs> maybe maybe I can get like top twenty after the first round. Oh, now for like yeah. two to one, that'd be nice. Yeah, Let's see. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think that's where I'm going to go with that. Definitely right. Norin and Aaron Rye are going to be a first round leader card. Brian Harmon too. Maybe I'll just throw in Fitz as well. But that's def- I'm definitely just going to load up with the guys in the morning and see what happens. All right. I like it. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably do it. I'll do a little digging tomorrow and figure, figure it for a second. Okay. All right. Well, I got nothing else. You got anything else? No, nah, that's it, man. I'm ready for uh, actually cash first round leader this week. Let's do it. My throat. I was so mad. Fucking Viegas at fucking 90 to 1. So annoyed. <laughs> so annoyed. And, 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 and I told you what number he hit, too, because he had that two-shot swing on the fucking where, – where did he hit that goddamn shot to the left? <laughs> It's four, four, 14, where that's all uh, his gravestone is next to is next to Hovland's. Yeah, oh. yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's not going to look great in the uh, for the narrative. Uh, he's really fixed his uh, round the green game. No, definitely not. Um, we do it. What day are we doing a playoff show this week? Well, uh, we're doing Thursday. Not right, for Thursday. So yeah, why not? Tuesday. So, today is Tuesday. We could do all it Friday right. if you want. No, no, Thursday's good. Thursday's good. Um, yeah, so all we'll right. uh, come back, give some playoff picks, and uh, other than that, fucking go. Later.